You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. you realize the day you and I live in? You realize the day you and I live in? Here's the day you and I live in. Here it is right here. The time will come when men will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to miss. Folks, this is the day we live in. In today's message, Pastor Danny will warn you about a time when people will only want a religion that meets their needs, that strokes their egos, and has universal, inclusive teachings. As the desire for this easy type of religion grows, more and more teachers will begin to preach this way, making people feel good instead of telling the truth. Pastor Danny will tell you today that this strange idea for universal religion is actually happening now, all around the world, and even in our own communities. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of 2 Peter, chapter 2, with today's edition of The Living Word. So these guys are really into this life and the things that this life offers. They are blots and blemishes, reveling in their pleasures while they feast with you. With eyes full of adultery, they never stop sinning. They seduce the unstable. The unstable are those that don't have a firm foundation of truth in their lives. They are experts in greed. And a cursed brood. Makes you think about what Jesus said to the Pharisees and Sadducees. On the outside, you guys look and appear to people as righteous, but on the inside, you're full of dead men's bones. You're full of greed and self-indulgence. They have left the straight way and wandered off to follow the way of Balaam, son of Beor, who loved the wages of wickedness. But he was rebuked for his wrongdoing by a donkey, one of my favorite stories in the Bible. A beast without speech who spoke with a man's voice and restrained the prophet's madness. These men are springs without water. You will not find the spiritual refreshing from them or their teaching. And mist driven by a storm. They can get a lot of attention, make a lot of noise. But again, nothing that's going to really give you spiritual growth and refreshment, just mists. For they mouth empty, boastful words, and by appealing to the lustful desires of sinful nature, they entice people who are just escaping from those who live in error. That fits with what the opening verse was, uh, in verse 2 anyway, many will follow their shameful ways. Why will many follow them? Because what they say appeals to human nature. It sounds good. It's better for me, at least temporarily. They promise them freedom while they themselves are slaves of depravity. For a man is a slave to whatever has mastered him. And then notice this. It gets tougher here. Verse 20. If they have escaped the corruption of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and are again entangled in it and overcome, they are worse off at the end than they were at the beginning. It would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than to have known it and then to turn their backs on the sacred command that was passed on to them. Of them, the Proverbs are true. One proverb is from Proverbs 26. The other was just a well-known proverb of the day. A dog returns to its vomit. And a sow that is washed goes back to her wallowing in the mud. 
And many suggest that that tells us that they were never really regenerated, never really born again, never really had their nature changed. Could be true. But there's some other verses in the passage that seem to indicate otherwise. It's a challenging passage. It's one I don't enjoy tackling. But it's the Word of God. It's the Word of God. I don't know if you realize the day you and I live in. You realize the day you and I live in? Here's the day you and I live in. Here it is right here. The time will come when men will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to miss. Folks, this is the day we live in. I don't know if you realize that, but it is. Great challenge in our day to stand for truth. And if we really stand for all of truth, even, even those that claim the same Christ that we do, will put us down. Quite a day to live. When it says they will, there will be false teachers, verse 1, among you. Among you. Now, that could mean in your local church, but, but more so it means in the name of Christianity. In other words, these are people that claim to be Christians. All right? They'll be among you. Christianity at large. Now, here are the vital issues from the text. The first is this, what I'm talking about. Where do you find heresy? Where do you find heresy? Uh, listen to what Jesus said in Luke chapter 13. Luke 13, beginning in verse 18. Uh, welcome to turn there, but if not, just, just listen. Uh, Jesus asked, what is the kingdom of God like? What shall I compare it to? And then he says, it's like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his garden. It grew and became a tree. And the birds of the air perched in its branches. Some preachers say that's a positive thing. It's not a positive thing. Can't be. Uh, just before this, when Jesus told the parable of the seed and the sower, the word that's sown along the path, the birds come and they represent the evil one. And they snatch away the word. The birds here are perching in the kingdom, perching in the kingdom, taking advantage. All right? They're right there among us. And you know it because look at the next one he says. Again, he asks, verse 20, what shall I compare the kingdom of God to? It's like yeast. Now, yeast in the Bible is always representative of evil. Yeast that a woman took and mixed into a large amount of flour until it worked all through the dough. There again, you find in the kingdom, among us. Jesus told the parable of the, the weeds and the wheat. And uh, the question is asked, where'd the weeds come from? Well, the evil one did this, all right? And then the servants say, well, you want us to pull out the weeds? And the master says, no, wait till the harvest time because you may end up pulling up some true grain with the wheat. In other words, ultimately, God knows who are his, and at the judgment, he'll separate the sheep from the goats. Acts 20, listen to it. Paul says, even from your own number, men will arise and distort the truth, distort the truth, in order to draw away disciples after them. So be on your guard. Matthew seven twenty two. fascinating what Jesus said. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? In your name, drive out demons, perform many miracles. Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. I never knew you. Away from me, evildoers. 
Let me tell you the second challenge in the passage. And this is where some people decide today, is this the local church that we really ought to be a part of, or do we need to find another one? Depending on how I answer this question, can someone lose their salvation? Before I even get into it, I believe I'm eternally secure. I don't go around every day wondering, I don't know, am I going to lose my salvation? Am I really saved? That's crazy. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. I know them. They follow me. He said, they're in my hand. I'm in the Father's hand. Nobody can snatch them out of my hand. But that's just one verse. There's other verses that if if you're not confident, you're not living for the Lord, you know, they don't give you a whole lot of comfort. And I think that's why God put them there. I think truth is somewhere in the balance. Now, you're looking at me. You're looking at me. You're like, okay, let's get into it. All right, let's get into it. John Calvin was born July the 10th, 1509, and died May 27th, 1564. He was a French theologian, pastor during the Protestant Reformation. He taught the doctrine of predestination and the absolute sovereignty of God in salvation. His writing, his preaching messages were the siege of the branch of theology that now bears his name, Calvinism. Probably got some here. Matter of fact, I'm certain we do. Calvinism is the basis for the doctrine of many Baptist, Presbyterian, and Reformed churches. There are five points to Calvinism. Uh, they taught us in, our, in Christian college. You can remember them by uh, TULIP, T-U-L-I-P. I remember TULIP, but I couldn't remember the five points for the life of me. So I had to go, had to go back and look them up. And uh, here they are, total depravity. Man is totally depraved, can't save himself. Unconditional election. God has elected some to be saved, and he has elected some to be lost. And if you're, if you're elected to be saved, ain't nothing you can do about it. You're going to heaven whether you want to or not. Limited atonement. That's the third. Limited atonement. That Jesus' blood and his sacrifice was only sufficient for the elect, not for the non-elect. Four, irresistible grace. That means that if you are the elect, God is going to woo you. And there's nothing you can do about it. He's going to woo you. He's going to draw you. It's irresistible grace. You can't say no. And number five, perseverance of the saints. And that means you can't lose your salvation. Now, I know people that prayed a prayer 18 years ago, and there's no evidence in those 18 years overall that they really know the Lord, but they believe, hey, I prayed that prayer, and I once saved, always saved, and I'm headed there. Well, don't come counseling with me. Jacobus James Arminius was a Dutch theologian who lived from 1560 to 1609. He taught that man is not guilty for Adam's sin, but only when he chooses himself to sin voluntarily. Believe it or not, James Arminius started out as a strict Calvinist. The Apostle Peter's first letter encouraged the lives of believers spread far and wide, forced from their home due to their devotion to Jesus. Today, though you may not be facing the same kind of persecution, there will be people that oppose your message of hope. The enemy wants you to be silent, but your story and the grace of Jesus just can't be kept silent. Don't hide Jesus from people. Live him out in your daily life and proclaim his praises wherever you go. Thanks for tuning in today for Pastor Danny's teaching on the Living Word. If you'd like to hear more of his messages from this series on the book of 1 Peter, visit ccfstpete.church. Feel free to download or share the teachings you find from the Living Word, or visit our YouTube channel. 
There you can immerse yourself in our weekly services. We'd encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel too. That way you'll be notified as soon as we post anything new. If you're in the St. Petersburg area, we'd love to meet you. Join us at Calvary Chapel Fellowship on Saturday at 6 p.m. or Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. for a time of worship and Bible study. Find out more about Calvary Chapel Fellowship at our website, ccfstpete.church. If you can't join us in person, we do offer a live stream of our weekend services. Just visit the website and click the link in the menu. Thanks for tuning in today to The Living Word.